Welcome to the Sovereign Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arzu Babri. In this community, we embark on a journey towards self-discovery in order to reclaim our sovereignty and live a life rich in connection, meaning, and purpose. Welcome back, friends. It's great to have you back for yet another week and another episode. For everyone who is new to this channel, welcome to the tribe. I'm Dr. Babri, the creator of the Sovereign Soul podcast. On this channel, I have a ton of content all about diving deeper into our own individual sense of identity, how we relate to others, and the blocks we may face along the way all of which is there to help each and every one of you to step into the highest and most authentic version of yourselves. If at any point during this episode, you find something of value, be sure to leave me a review or share this episode with a friend so that this message can reach a larger audience and together we can create a new reality that is founded in wholeness, trust, and inner peace. Additionally, if you guys are interested in learning more about the root cause of various health concerns, feel free to follow me on Instagram, where I post more content about specific health conditions as well. With that, let's move into this week's episode topic, which is all about toxic relationships. Now, this topic is a big one because every single one of us at some point in our lives have crossed paths with one or more individuals who have been the source of much toxicity in our lives. And this involves all sorts of relationships, including family, friends, partners, coworkers, and even colleagues. And what makes this extra tricky is that most of the time, many of us feel trapped in these dynamics because there are so multifaceted. So we feel and are told that we are bound to family by blood, or we may not want to cause any rifts among certain friend groups, or some of us may even be involved in a work environment where we may feel as though there is no escape because there, that's our source of livelihood. So we end up feeling very trapped. And the scariest part is that some people don't even recognize that they are in these toxic dynamics. And what ends up happening is that they feel constantly drained, unmotivated, angry, reactive, unsatisfied with life, or even powerless. So because of this, what we will do in today's topic is cover the signs of a toxic relationship and then some steps you can take to help free yourself of the burden that these dynamics can create. Now you can apply everything in today's episode to any type of dynamic, whether it's a partner, a family member, coworker, or a friend. So let's begin by defining the word toxic. So according to the dictionary, something is said to be toxic when it is either very harmful or unpleasant in a pervasive or insidious way. And in regards to relationships, toxicity often involves a dynamic that causes negativity, stress, and unnecessary drama in our lives. So these are often the dynamics that cause us to feel unsupported, unheard, misunderstood, or even demeaned. So with that, let's jump right into some of the most common signs of toxicity within various relationships. So the root cause in any dynamic is an unequal exchange of energy that can manifest in many different ways. So this often includes relationships where there is an imbalanced distribution of power 
where one person is left feeling as though they are inferior to the other. And although some of these signs that we are going to discuss today may seem very obvious. The reason I want to cover them is because sometimes these things happen so gradually that you may not even notice that you are in a toxic dynamic. So instead you just brush off this behavior as something as normal by saying things such as, oh, well, that's just how they are, or they don't mean any harm by it. Now, regardless of whether or not they mean harm by it, it's taking place and something needs to shift to help balance the dynamic. Because believe it or not, by remaining in toxic dynamics is how we end up inheriting trauma and wounding from others. So if we aren't careful enough, we end up becoming our own version of the poison that is seeping into our lives. So with that, let's jump right into some of the signs of toxicity within relationships. So one of the signs of toxic relationships is control. Now, there are many different forms of control, whether that's financial or emotional, but it often involves a dynamic where one person is either steering the direction of the relationship or controlling the other person who's involved. Now, something that I want to clarify here is that there are a lot of individuals who are very passive, easygoing, and don't really enjoy making decisions. So they might love being in a dynamic where someone else is calling the shots, but we aren't talking about consensual agreement here where someone is willingly relinquishing their power to make decisions. We're talking about situations where your voice is not heard or is disregarded altogether. So these are the dynamics where you feel like your opinions or needs are never taken into consideration. And it often involves people who always control a conversation, activities, or the trajectory of a relationship altogether. So it's important to remember that regardless of how shy or introverted you are, an equal relationship will always take your voice into consideration and not domineer over you. Another sign of toxicity in relationships is disrespect. And I know that this is an obvious one, but I want to focus on the more subtle hints that aren't as blatant or obvious as we're used to uh, defining as disrespectful behavior. So oftentimes we end up putting up with the more subtle, rude behavior to keep the peace or to not be the source of confrontation. And how this behavior can show up is that it can include someone degrading your character or beliefs under the guise of a joke or laughing at your expense. It can also involve not being included in certain activities or a display of disrespect towards your personal belongings by damaging things that are borrowed from you. It can also show up as someone who is not very attentive in conversation or always distracted when you are speaking. And it can also include ignoring your needs altogether or repeating behavior that you have explicitly expressed makes you uncomfortable. So these are the more subtle forms of disrespect that a lot of us don't really catch on to because it's not as blatant or as obvious as what we're used to. Another form of toxicity in relationships is pressure. So this is often involves manipulation that results in you doing things that you are not comfortable doing, or it can also involve pressuring you to disclose personal information about yourself. And what really makes this point stand out is when the other person is always wanting to know about your life without disclosing anything about their own life. So you end up feeling very coerced or manipulated. And sometimes this pressure comes in the form of being pushed beyond your values and boundaries where 
this often happens, especially if you have newly set some healthy boundaries for yourself. And instead of honoring and respecting those boundaries, you might find that certain people are always pushing you to fall back into your old habits that you are trying so desperately to move away from. So really there is no level of understanding here. And it simply comes down to having to either betray yourself or do something that makes the other person feel comfortable by conforming to whatever they are pressuring you into. Another sign of toxicity within a relationship is blame. If you are ever involved in a dynamic where nothing is ever the other person's fault, you are very much experiencing a toxic relationship. Now, these are the individuals who blame everyone in the world but themselves, and they continue to remain stuck in the past or on this never ending loop without taking any responsibility for their involvement in various dynamics. So this can be a situation that you are directly involved in, or it can also be a person that you know, who continually dumps the same old emotional baggage onto you that they can't seem to get over. So the issue here is that their inability to let go and move forward will also keep you stuck in a cycle of negativity, unless you have adequate coping mechanisms to help you not internalize their state. But if you don't, before you are even able to catch yourself, you can very easily fall into patterns of resentment and negativity that end up being projected onto everyone else as well. Another really common sign of toxicity in relationships is belittling. Now I know we covered disrespect, but there is a subtle difference between the two in that one is less explicit, but still devalues the other person. So this can involve belittling you or the things that you believe in. And over time, instead of feeling more empowered, you end up feeling like you have a lower sense of esteem and worth. So this can include belittling any aspect of your life, including a dietary choice that you have made or a decision about your health and wellness, or even a decision about how you choose to build a family or life for yourself. So regardless of what it is, if someone depreciates or criticizes your personal decisions without taking the time to understand where they are coming from, this is not a healthy, healthy relationship dynamic. And I fully understand that people can learn and grow, but if this type of behavior is repetitive and leaves no room for understanding, it's not something that you want to surround yourself with. And we all know that it's our own individual responsibility to build our sense of esteem from within. But if we are surrounded by people who are constantly chipping away at what we are building internally, it's not conducive to our overall health because we end up being pushed into survival instead of thriving. Another sign of toxic relationships is uncertainty. So this is a feeling of constantly walking on eggshells around the other person or having to change who you are to be accepted. So this involves not feeling free to speak your mind and express your opinions in life, or simply you not being your best around the other person. So in any relationship, you should always feel as though you are able to express yourself freely without fear of repercussions or judgment. So in fact, if you are finding that you're having to mold yourself to fit in or that you try not to rattle anyone else that is 
involved within the dynamic, this is not a very healthy dynamic to be in in the first place. The final sign of toxic relationships that I want to cover with you guys today is misguidance. So this is really hard to catch on to, especially if you trust the other person that's involved. But unfortunately, some people will steer you in the wrong direction in life, all because of hidden insecurities or jealousy. And sadly, it's often the people that we are the closest to that will do this. And I actually heard something a while back that went along the lines of, Sometimes those in your inner circle won't always be the one supporting you because they have a hard time accepting that you both came from the same place, but somehow you made it and they didn't. So we need to really begin to assess when someone is giving you quote unquote advice or helping you, are they doing this from a place of good intentions? And one of the best ways to determine this is to see if they actually understand you as a person and listen to truly hear you. And what I mean by this is, let's say there is something that you feel very passionate about. It could be a business idea or a relationship, and you go to a friend for advice and they steer you away from your goals because they think that it's not realistic. Now they might be doing this from a place of good or bad intentions, but that doesn't really matter in this case, because what actually matters is that they projected their fears and limitations onto you and stopped you from pursuing a deeper calling. And what I want to highlight with this point is that someone who really cares about you and hears the true resonance of what you are trying to convey, instead of disregarding your dreams, will say things such as, how can I help you to achieve this goal? Or what support can I offer if this is what you truly want? Because it doesn't really matter if it works out for you or not. What matters is that this is your life path and you cannot allow other people's fears to get in the way of your inner calling and knowing. Now, with all of these signs in mind, if you're still questioning whether or not a relationship is toxic, you can ask yourself the following questions. Do I dread being in this dynamic? Does it bring me persistent heartache and frustration? And finally, does the bad outweigh the good in this relationship? And if you are able to answer those questions, then you have your answer. So now that we've covered the signs of toxicity in relationships, let's talk about the five R's of setting yourself free from these types of dynamics. The first is the root cause. So it's easy to understand that toxic behavior stems from trauma, inner wounds, jealousy, resentment, and even hate. And most often it's a deeply rooted hate for self that translates into hate for others. So an important point to keep in mind is that someone who displays toxic behavior is not just toxic to you, but they are also toxic to themselves because happy people don't go around hurting other people or trying to ruin other people's lives. It's often the individuals who are dealing with unaddressed pain and traumas that end up consciously or subconsciously hurting other people. So the hurt that these individuals feel is translating into toxic behavior towards others. Now, something that is very important to keep in mind is that regardless of how much someone is hurting, it does not justify poor behavior. So the only reason I bring up this point is to help you uh, find some peace of mind so that you can begin to move forward with compassion and forgiveness instead of carrying their poison with you lifelong. So understanding this is the first step in letting go of the dynamic which takes us into the second R, which is removing the toxin. Now, this may not apply to everyone because again, certain dynamics you may feel you are not in a position to step away from. 
And I want to pause really quickly to say that you always have a choice in life. So don't feel disempowered, but I can completely understand if you may not yet feel ready to take such a step as cutting someone or something out of your life. And so with this removal process, there are always two parts. So you have to first assess the value of the relationship to you because some relationships are worth sifting through challenges where you both want to actively work through your differences while some relationships aren't necessarily toxic, but just highly incompatible, which creates a lot of confusion and frustration. So you need to get really clear on where you stand within all of these various dynamics that you are involved in. And if it's a dynamic that you value and would like to work through, by all means, you can always work towards having healthy, mindful conversations and setting mutual boundaries to help nurture the relationship. But if it's a dynamic that is only causing harm and you want to focus on your own healing journey, then cutting the ties or disentangling the dynamic is the next best step for you. Because if you stay in these types of dynamics, you end up becoming a poisoned version of yourself. And it's very important to note that every decision that you make in life shapes who you become, including who you surround yourself with, especially who you choose as a life partner, which is probably one of the most important decisions all of us make in life. And so our relationships shape who we become by either feeding into our perceived limiting realities or supporting us to become the best version of ourselves. So something that's very important to keep in mind here is that the energy of toxicity is very dense and heavy and can draw down to its level, even the most positive of people. So this is why it becomes so important to do a mindful assessment of who you want to keep in your life and who it's time to let go of. The third R in setting yourself free from toxic relationships is reframing your mindset. This involves stepping outside of victim mentality. And I know it seems a little harsh when you first hear it, but instead of making statements such as how could they do this to me, or I didn't deserve this type of treatment, you need to ask more empowering questions that take you out of victimization. Because the biggest thing to understand is that no one is doing anything to you specifically. And in fact, people are often acting from their inner wounds and limiting beliefs about life and most often reacting to their own triggers. So you're asking the wrong question by saying, how could they do this to me? When in fact, the other person has a lack of awareness of your feelings altogether. So they aren't thinking, how does this impact you? They're thinking how everything benefits them instead. So what you need to do in this case is to step into the highest version of yourself by recognizing the power that you hold in the dynamic instead of giving your power away to others by falling victim to this imbalance and the struggle that leaves you feeling taken for granted or taken advantage of. And on this whole note of reframing, if the dynamic is something that you cannot currently remove yourself from, try to limit the time that you spend engaging in this relationship and reframe your approach. And hopefully we'll elaborate on this point in a future episode, but just for the sake of today, we'll leave it at that. The fourth R is responsibility. So taking responsibility for your role in any type of tumultuous dynamic is very important because it allows you to, again, take back your power instead of transferring it to others through blame. And it's important to understand that you are only responsible to heal yourself in life. But what we see happen too often is that people are too afraid to look within at their own wounds and instead try to quote unquote fix someone else. So it becomes a situation of broken people trying to fix other broken people. And if each of us were a container and our unhealed wounds represented cracks within this container, when you try to 
pour from a broken cup into another cup, you're also pouring energy out through these cracks as well. So you end up feeling depleted and drained without much to give yourself or others. So take responsibility for your own healing and personal empowerment. The fifth and final R in our discussion today is reestablish. So once you have unrooted and removed the toxins and addressed your internal state, you can then begin to surround yourself with more healthy relationships that are reciprocal in give and take and fuel your sense of self and passion. And this is the exact same methodology that I use whenever I'm treating the root cause of disease. And I'll use gut health as an example. So if there's an overgrowth of what we call opportunistic bacteria or parasites, we first remove the offending species and then reestablish a healthy microbiome by giving the gut what it needs to heal and rebuild. So we want to begin to rebuild ourselves into the most authentic version, one who stands firm in what they believe in and through that energy begins to call in people that resonate at the same soul frequency. So you begin to harness relationships that flow with ease, mutual respect and growth. So the more you begin to ground your beliefs and values, the stronger you begin to magnetically draw in the same type of energy. And as Rumi says, what you seek is always seeking you. So with that, let's move right into this week's episode prompts. Prompt number one is, which relationship in my life leaves me feeling drained, stressed, or powerless? Prompt number two, are these relationships ones that I would like to keep in my life? And prompt number three, what is one step I can take today to feel more empowered in the unhealthy relationships in my life? All right, friends, thank you so much for joining me on another episode of the Sovereign Soul Podcast. As always, I hope that this episode was enlightening for you in many ways. Feel free to share it with a friend that you think might resonate and benefit from it. And I will connect with you guys in a future episode. So until then, have a beautiful rest of your week.